Manx Museum is 100 years old this year. It is home to an extraordinary collection of artefacts and archives that help tell the story of the Isle of Man and its people. To celebrate our centenary, we have curated a special exhibition and podcast, Museum 100, which will feature a kaleidoscope of treasures from our collections. The Wreck of the Herring Fleet My name is Wendy Thurkettle, archivist within the Library and Archives team at the Manx Museum, Douglas. Part of the power of written records is to tell history and to assist and further remembrance of the dead. Here I have chosen a striking lithographic print which gives an artist's interpretation of a national tragedy which occurred at night. I'm using a first-hand account to explain how the disaster unfolded. The content is distressing. The print is a graphic depiction of the wreck of the Manx Herring Fleet in Douglas Bay during a ferocious gale in the early hours of the 21st of September 1787. The picture is full of drama showing the foundering of several boats in the foreground and a zigzag of lightning picking out a tower-like structure in front of Douglas Head. Harrowing and thought-provoking, it encourages the curious to learn more. Perhaps it is best to clear up from the outset that it is likely that the artist and engraver never set foot on the island, so the accuracy of the scene, including its man-made and natural features, is dubious. The print title is in French, Naufrage à Douglas, Ile de Mont. The year given is 1786, which is a year out. The fact that the print was produced on the continent is significant because it shows that news of the disaster travelled far and wide. In this instance, the artistic licence enables us to engage with and begin to absorb some of the horror of the event and its aftermath. To set the scene, during a severe easterly gale on the 19th of November 1786, a brick lighthouse located at the end of Douglas Pier was destroyed, together with some of the pier itself. The lighthouse, which stood 30 to 40 feet high, had been lit each night with seven or eight half-pound candles and had a simple reflecting mechanism which caused light to be visible 12 miles from shore. A year later, in autumn 1787, the lighthouse had not been replaced. A temporary fix was in place. On the 20th of September, the fishing fleet had had a successful day landing an unusually large catch in Douglas, and festivities followed. That evening, the boat sailed again for the herring ground off Clayhead and Laxey with the fine weather of the day lasting into the evening. Here is a quote from David Robertson's eyewitness account. At midnight, a brisk equinoctial gale arose and the fishermen, impelled by their usual timidity, fled to the harbour of Douglas for refuge. On the ruins of the lighthouse is fixed a slender post 
from which is hung a small lantern. This wretched substitute was thrown down by one of the first boats in its eagerness to gain the harbour. The consequences were dreadful. In a few minutes, all was horror and confusion. The darkness of the night, the raging of the sea, the vessels dashing against the rocks, the cries of the fishermen perishing in the waves, and the shrieks of the women ashore, imparted such a sense of horror as none but a spectator can possibly conceive. When the morning came, it presented an awful spectacle. The beach and rocks covered with wrecks, and a group of dead bodies floating in the harbour. In some boats, whole families perished. The shore was crowded with women, some in all the frantic agony of grief, alternately weeping over the corpses of father, brother and husband, and others sinking in the embrace of those whom, a moment before, they imagined were buried in the waves. The bustle of trade ceased, its eagerness yielded to the feelings of nature, an awful gloom sat on every countenance, and every bosom either bled with its own anguish or sympathised with the sufferings of others. It has been estimated that of a fleet of about 300 boats, 50 to 60 were either totally wrecked or so damaged as to be unfit for use. We think that 21 men died and many others were injured. The wreck of the Herring Fleet has been remembered in song and verse, as well as in written accounts and imagery. If you look, you will spot a very modest memorial plaque on South Key Douglas, embedded in a stone wall on the way towards Battery Pier. Thank you.